What's up, friends? Summer is right around the corner, and that's a lot of exciting things. Like, I, for one, am super stoked that my kids are going to be off of school. We've got a summer bucket list. I've got some fun things that we're going to be doing, like camping. Oh my gosh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm obsessed with camping. My family bought an Airstream last year. Hashtag dreams come true. <laughs> and we spent 30 nights in our Airstream. So this year, my goal is to break that. I want to spend more than 30 nights in my Airstream this summer. So we're starting that. There's the longer days, which I just love. I feel this sense of energy boost that comes after a winter. And I just, I appreciate it on many, many levels. And then of course, I love the shift in foods. Like there's fresh fruits and vegetables. And I swear I eat enough fruit in the summer to like make up for the winter because I'm just not a huge summer, I mean, winter fruit fan. But in the summer, oh my gosh, watermelon, strawberries, like give me all of that. And if you're thinking, Jess, that's a lot of sugar. Guess what? I'm going to do an episode on that in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. But there's a lot of positive that does come with summer. And at the same time, there's some of this pressure. And I, I'm seeing this pop up a lot in my clients right now. It's like swimsuit season is coming. We've got trips planned where we'll be on the beach or more skin is exposed. And so it can really be triggering for a lot of our body image stuff. And I want to talk today about you know how to overcome some of that specifically looking at cellulite since this seems to be the season of trying to hide it or the season to try to fight it but I want to talk about how we can overcome some of these triggers and stay grounded in our own beauty and not let these body insecurities or this pressure to look a certain way rob us of the joy and fun that we are allowed to have regardless of what our body looks like super excited for this one friends it hits close to home and I'm hoping it helps you and inspires you as we get ready to pull on our shorts and swimsuits this summer season. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital RD. Get it for registered dietitian. <laughs> I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it, girls, the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources, JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. Okay, friends, I want you to raise your hand if you feel personally victimized by swimsuit season. <laughs> it's really common for women to enter this season, try on shorts, go swimsuit shopping, and come back just feeling crummy. Like, whose body is that? And I think there is a flip side to this. We can get to a place where we go and we try on a swimsuit and we feel good in our body. But to get there, we have to do a lot of work. And if you're not in that space yet where you can go swimming or go swimsuit shopping and feel 
happy when you walk out of the dressing room, this episode is going to be for you because I've got two tips today on how to work through the triggers that are all around us this swimsuit season so that it doesn't cloud and take away from the fun that we have planned. Because guys, when we think about it, like summers at the lake or going swimming with our kids or going on these vacations where we wear sundresses, all of these things are amazing and wonderful. And if we allow body image stuff to cloud it, gosh, we're stealing from our lives. That is a life suck. And that's not what we're here for today. So I've got two steps for you guys. So number one is some radical acceptance. Y'all aren't going to like this one, but hang on with me, like carry all the way to the end because it will come full circle. But number one, we have to have some radical acceptance around the science of our body and the genetics that we have. So for example, when it comes to cellulite, no women like it. However, I think we need to look at some of the facts and the science behind what cellulite is. So first of all, It wasn't even a problem until mainstream media, specifically Vogue magazine, deemed it as a condition. And this was actually in a 1968 edition of Vogue where they said cellulite is, quote, bad. If we look at the science of cellulite, though, guys, 80 to 90 percent of women have it. They have cellulite. We've had it since we went into puberty. We had it as a baby. It is just a part of our makeup. And if we look at actually how our skin is lined and how we hold fat cells, there's a major difference between how men hold fat and women hold fat. So men's cells are, there's fat cells specifically, they're actually contained by this crisscross structure, which flattens fat cells. Women, on the other hand, we have more of a circular structure in our skin, creating a lumpier like housing of those fat cells. Now, before you were like, oh, that's just not fair. Why is that? Guys, that's not fair because that's what our media, our culture has told us that the very makeup and science of how our body is created is wrong. And My personal opinion of why that is is because they're trying to sell us stuff, right? Like they're trying to sell us creams. They're trying to sell us surgeries there. And, you know, if you want to use those, I'm not saying that's bad. But what I'm saying is like we have to have some radical acceptance that our bodies were crafted this way. We are females and that's how we were made. And if we go to our creator, we want to pick a fight with God about that. Okay, we can do that when we go to heaven. But, you know, really, while we're here on earth, we have to accept that that's that's the way it is. And when we stop trying to fight that, it's like, oh, this is normal. Like, here is where I am and here is how I was created to be. And I don't have to necessarily change that to enjoy the summer and wear shorts and not feel hot all the time. (laughs) So some of it is this radical acceptance of the science of it. The second piece is the genetics. Like there is a genetic factor as to how much of those fat cells we carry. And again, it wasn't until our culture labeled it as bad. I think what helps with this radical acceptance is knowing that we're doing all that we can do to be the healthiest version of ourselves in the season of life we're in. So some of the things that aren't fair include comparing our life with our requirements, our responsibilities, our budgets to those models and celebrities and filtered people we see on social media like that is just not fair and so we need to do some radical acceptance around that like 
those are not real images, or if they are real, they have been highly altered by privilege, by access to resources, by extra time, like things that we may not have access to. So there's this whole element of radical acceptance. What I love about it is it returns the power to like, what do I have control over? I don't have control over how much cellulite Kim Kardashian has, like whatever. (laughs) I just don't. And so I can't put my energy there trying to like prove that it's all fake. Like, no, whatever. Like she's going to do her thing and she's going to post her pictures. What I can do is decide how I want to take care of my body. And I know I feel good when I lift weights. Like it makes me feel strong. It doesn't take my cellulite away completely, you know, but it makes me feel better. So when I put on a swimsuit and I see that cellulite, I know I'm doing the best I can. So some radical acceptance there on a few different fronts, the science piece, the genetic piece, and also the radical acceptance around what we can and cannot control. So number two is being honest with what we are willing to do and what we're not willing to do and then realigning our expectations accordingly. So going back to the cellulite thing, it's like if I look at someone on social media who doesn't have cellulite, I need to look at what I'm actually willing to do to get rid of my cellulite. Okay, am I willing to get liposuction? Am I willing to go get you know plastic surgery? Am I willing to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on cream? Well, me personally, no, I'm not because it's just, one, it's not in my budget. Two, like it's just not the route I want to go because that sounds really painful and just not my jam. Again, like everybody has to evaluate this. I think this is a deeply personal discussion, something that is best done with your trusted advisors and your mentors because sometimes, you know, people do those things and it does help them to feel good from a non-disordered way. But for me personally, like in this case, I am not willing to do that. So I need to align my expectations accordingly. Like it is unrealistic based on that science for me to not have cellulite. So guess what, friends? It is what it is. (laughs) And I'm going to quit fighting it. I think this is a really powerful process to go through. And why I think it's so important is because it helps us like you know, pull all the weeds out of our brain and our mental space and feel confident in the way we are building our body based on what we are doing, what we're willing to do, the goals we're setting, not based on what our media or Vogue in this case is telling us to do or not do. Friends, when you come to this place and you decide to live empowered in your body, you decide to wear shorts, even with your cellulite, there is something amazing that happens. You send a really, really powerful message when you decide to live confidently in your body, even if it doesn't match what culture says it should look like. Can you imagine if every single one of us this summer said, you know what? Screw it. Screw diet culture. I'm doing the best I can do. Screw what Instagram says all the creams I can rub on my butt. are <laughs> Like I am just going to be me. I'm going to find a cute pair of shorts that I feel good in and I'm going to wear them. What is that going to do for the next generation? What's that going to do for the 20-somethings out there that are confused and feeling like they're fat all the time and ugly? I mean, we send the message that it is normal to have cellulite and it is okay to feel confident in your body even if it doesn't match exactly what culture tells us it should look like. This personally hit me hard right after I had my babies. So post-baby, obviously anyone that's had kids knows that there is a like 
whole process you have to go through with your body, like reacclimating to this post-baby body is a weird space to be in. But I remember going to the gym and I've always, you know, been someone that finds a lot of pride in my muscle structure. I'm genetically set up to have more muscular expression, especially when I exercise. So I found a lot of identity in that. And post-baby, I did not have it. And part of it was because I was healing. But also, you know, my stomach is different. And I have skin where I didn't used to have skin. And I have stretch marks. I have these things. And I remember going to the gym thinking, okay, I'm never going to be in a space where I feel comfortable with my stomach showing again. Like, I don't want my shirt to ever lift up. And, you know, we're doing things like sit-ups and pull-ups, a lot of functional movements that definitely make your clothes move in different ways. And I remember looking over at this girl in the gym who was in a larger body, who had a stomach that would not be something we see on the cover of a magazine, but she was getting after her pull-ups. She was in it to win it, having an awesome time, smiling and laughing. And I didn't look at her and think, oh my gosh, her stomach, it's so gross. No, I looked at her and thought, what a serious badass. She is out there pushing her body, doing awesome things with it, you know, getting outside of her comfort zone. She doesn't even notice what her stomach's doing. I want to be like that. So I really think it's important for us to go through this process of radical acceptance and like really aligning our expectations of ourselves with the reality of what we're willing to do or not do in terms of like how extreme we're willing to go to get rid of these perceived flaws. Because when we do that, we can come to this place of like, okay, I'm here in my body. It doesn't match what culture says, but I feel confident in it and comfortable. That message is one every other woman needs to see in us. When I see women wearing shorts and I see cellulite on their legs, I do a little like, oh, thank you. Because to me, it takes off the pressure. It helps me. It allows me to accept the fact that this is part of how women were made. And we don't all have to look like the Instagram models. There are plenty of us. In fact, 90% of us <laughs> have it. And we don't have to cover that up this summer and be extra hot or extra embarrassed because we have been told something is wrong with us. So my friends, this summer, as you are getting ready for putting on a swimsuit, putting on shorts, wearing tank tops, like showing those parts of our bodies that we feel don't match what we would like them to be, I want to invite you to do a couple things. Get clear about what you're willing to do and not do and find some peace and grace around this. So for me, for cellulite, I'm not willing to spend the hundreds of dollars on creams. I'd much rather buy more shoes. (laughs) I am not willing to get liposuction. That sounds scary to me. Again, everybody to each their own. But that's not what I'm willing to do. So I am willing, though, to um, get some tanning lotion because I'm not willing to tan in the sun. (laughs) I'm also scared of skin cancer. But I'm willing to get some tanning lotion and buy some shorts that do flatter me. So, I mean, this season, the longer rolled shorts are in and I am all about them. So find some things that make you feel better within the body that you have. And I want you to give yourself permission to not expect yourself to look like something you're seeing on social media or the girl next door or whatever. Like you send the strongest, most amazing, most empowering message to the women around you when you learn how to walk confidently in your own skin. Especially when you do it and you have some of those, quote, flaws showing. 
It's a powerful message, friends. Let's send that today. So here's your permission slip. I want you to wear the shorts. I want you to get the cute swimsuit. Buy it in sizes that fit because I'd rather you get a swimsuit that fits so you can walk comfortably in it instead of like constantly trying to hold a certain posture so your body doesn't look weird when you're in your swimsuit. No, like we put on a swimsuit to play. So get ones that fit. Do the things that you can do to make yourself feel better, but practice radical acceptance about the things we cannot change and get a clear on what you're willing to do and not do. Align your expectations with that. Here's where you can play with intentional eating and adding in fuel plan and upping your exercise. I mean, there are things we can do to empower us to feel more confident in our bodies. And they've actually done a lot of research on this, friends, on body positivity, and it has less to do with what your actual weight is and what the shape of your body is and more to do with how you care and treat your body. So that's something that we can do. And I imagine most of you are willing to do. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So if that's something of interest to you guys, be sure you check out that food foundations course. We do go through the whole process of ditching diet culture, identifying your values, getting acquainted with your biofeedback, and then We dive into fuel planning and how to get acquainted with what you need to eat based on your goals. And that's some of that intentional eating, aligning that with your exercise, you know, getting the pre and post exercise snacks in accordance with what kind of workouts you're doing. Those kinds of things are where we can feel empowered and confident in our body regardless of what it looks like. I think we get stuck in the fear and comparison and wanting to hide our bodies when we're not doing these things to take care of our bodies or we're staying trapped in diet culture. And guys, there's a way out. There is a better way. And I want y'all out of there because guess what? Then you're going to send that powerful message just like that girl did in the gym to me many years ago. I want to tip my hat to her. Thank you for doing that. And hopefully y'all can be an inspiration to someone else around you. Friends, as we go into the summer, I hope you... Feel empowered and walk empowered in your bodies and know that you're allowed to be beautiful and feel confident in that regardless of what your body shape looks like. Keep me posted on your summer adventures. I'm sure going to be sharing my camping things all summer long. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Walk a little taller. Hold yourself a little higher because y'all are beautiful. You're doing amazing things. Cheers, friends, and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.